Prime Time Review Podcast. My name is Dan. And my name is Brian. This is episode 12 for August 17, 2019. This is the podcast where we talk about movies and TV shows that we like, and hopefully you will too. If you want to send us some feedback, hit us up at the, the PTR show at gmail.com, or you can tweet at us at the PTR show. So, hey, if you're listening right now and you really like what you're hearing, do us a favor and share the name of our podcast, the PTR show, out to your social media. Put us on Twitter. Put us on Facebook. Just suggest us to one person. We're just about everywhere. Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, Podbean, you name it. Uh, if we aren't somewhere you think we should be, let us know. Shoot us an email or tweet at us and we'll do what we need to to get there. Uh, mm-hmm. We need the listeners, people. And hey, Spotify just launched officially their podcast uh, platform. So, and we definitely are on there. So check it out. Oh, really? They they do um, a separate channel for podcasts now. I don't know. I don't know if it's separate. And I just got the email like I think two days ago, and I haven't had a chance to go check it out. But I got an email saying, "Hey, we're out of beta. We're now Spotify podcasts, and so on mm. and so forth." So I don't really know exactly what that means, but. You could definitely find us there. <laughs> awesome. So, yeah. All right. TV shows. I got a ton. That's all I've been doing, it seems like. And I haven't really watched a lot of TV, but it has been, what, three weeks, I think, since we last did one? I believe so. Yeah. So, but that's more of what I've been able to fit in is TV shows and not is a lot of movies. So, uh, I'm going to kick it off with, and everybody's heard me talk about The Widow on Amazon Prime. That show was really good. I finished it. Uh, It ended quite a bit different than I thought. And it was eight episodes. And and I was, I really, what I liked the best about it, I'll say this, because you don't see this much, especially in eight episodes. They actually kind of almost gave you the end of the storyline in seven. Mm. And then the eighth episode was more of, Okay, this is what you found out. This is this is what happened. This is what the whole story was going towards. And now ended what's what's this person going to do from here? And it kind of gave you a a last episode cleanup, I guess you could say. Mhm. Wrapped everything up. So that was that was nice. I enjoyed that part of it. So like, did they wrap it up so much that there's no season 2? I don't think so. Yeah, I'm guessing there's not. I think I don't know if I mentioned this before on the pod or if just you and me talking, but I almost think this was like a short story or book that somebody oh. looked at and adapted and said, Hey, we're going to make a movie out of this, but it was too long to be a movie. Mm-hmm. So too complex decided, for like yeah. an hour and a half, two hours kind of deal. Yeah. They couldn't fit it into that. So they, they chopped it up into eight hour long episodes. So mm. I was, I was, I'm okay with it. That's fine. I mean, if it is done and I mean, I, I don't see where they'd go season two with it. Not mm. the same person storyline or whatever so if that's it that's it I'm, I'm cool with it and amazon i think is kind of they they do that quite a bit i think they got a lot of those one-offs where it's like hey here's a here's a little mini series and be done i mean i thought that you watch it because of the person playing the main character oh i did kate Beckham, <laughs> without a doubt yeah no i yeah massive crush on that girl but oh, who uh who doesn't who doesn't yeah. so no, that's why I watched it. I was like, oh, she's in it. TV. I'm going to check this out. And uh, yeah, but it was it was actually really good. Like the first episode took me a little bit to kind of figure out what's going on. And then once I kind of got into it, I was like, what is happening? And then halfway through it, it just went crazy. Mm. 
and totally did not. Yeah, totally. I did not see coming what happened at all. So that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. Um, popular one out there. The boys. Now I saw the first episode really good. I'm excited to watch this. However, I'm forcing myself to watch. I, at the time, I was forcing myself to finish Swamp Thing and Orange is the New Black first. Mm. And I got one of those done. I'm almost to the other one, so I'm excited to get to the boys. But I have not heard a single person say a bad thing about this show yet. Yeah, I heard when it can get ratings from everybody. Yeah, it's it's crazy. And I mean, they're already, I guess, working on season. I don't know if they're working on season two or they're just writing season two. But it was it was it was uh renewed before it even launched so wow yeah so uh is this I'm, like a more of a rated r oh definitely. like um oh. like a superhero show oh definitely without a doubt and and it's to show that superheroes are um a-holes basically mm. Mm. so it's it's not it's not showing that superheroes are great it's like the anti-superhero show almost so and I don't know where it's going to go or lead to exactly, because like I said, the, the first episode is just kind of establishing this world and, mm-hmm. and introducing you to a world that has superheroes and and kind of giving you an idea of where they do. They don't do wrong, but they're not. The superheroes aren't perfect. They're they're kids, right? Well, no, they're not kids. They're adults, but they're like, oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, this is totally adults. It's just where, you know. For example, and I don't think this is giving away a spoiler, um, and I think I mentioned this to you before, but for the listeners, uh, it starts off this normal guy works at like a radio shack or somewhere. His girlfriend comes in. They're going out to have lunch and they're, they're walking along the street and they're talking and they're kind of going about to walk across the street. And she kind of mm-hmm. steps down off the street into the curb. Mm-hmm. So she's barely in the curb and he's sitting there and they're holding hands, looking at each other. And they're about to kiss, and all of a sudden she just disappears. And all of a sudden, when you see her disappear, it goes into slow motion, and he's and it turns the camera comes around and faces the boyfriend, mm. and, you, and you just see him from the head up. And all of a sudden, you see blood starting to hit him all from all like angles. Mm. And what happened is there's a character like the Flash. He basically nailed, <laughs> ran right into the girlfriend, made her explode. Uh. <laughs> yeah, she explodes. And it and the boyfriend's just sitting there covered in her blood and he's still holding her hands. And the and the dude who plays the superhero, I think his name's A Train, he uh he looks back at him and he's just like, I gotta keep going, I gotta keep going, I gotta keep going. He freaks out and he just takes off. And so it's like this dude is like mad at the superheroes. And you see that there's other superheroes that do, you know, things that aren't necessarily heroic. I mean, like the the main guy, he'll stop robberies and stuff, but mm-hmm. when he does, he grabs the bad guys and he just kind of tosses them like way up in the air and they land like a football field away and I'm imagining they die because they just <laughs> splat, you know but uh yeah so they do things that makes them look good and people love them and they're in movies and there's a corporation that kind of runs them uh-huh and then you see that there's this new up-and-coming superhero she's kind of a naive farm girl type thing so you kind of see stuff that goes on with her too and I don't know. It's just getting interesting. So, like I said, I only saw the first the first episode, but I I'm so excited to go back to it. So, mm. really good. Um, and then I'll save Swamp Thing for last because we can talk about it then. Because you finished it now. 
Yeah, it did. Okay. All right. So we'll get to that. Uh, the other show, so th- that was one of the shows I wanted to finish. So I got that done. The other one is Orange is the New Black. Um, the last season came out on Netflix. You don't watch this one at all, right? I do not. Yeah. So um, I've watched every season. Last season, there was kind of a shakeup at the end of the season. So you're like, well, where are they going with this? And so it was interesting. And and there's already been like the end of storylines for a few characters, good or bad, uh, ends to their storylines. And you're just kind of like, wow, they're really wrapping this up, you know, like not necessarily one character at a time, but each episode you're getting closure on, on more and more of what's been going on for seven seasons. So it's been That's pretty fair. good. Has it been out that long? Seven seasons? Yeah, this is the seventh season, so it's the final season, so they're they're wrapping it up, and I guess they're doing a good job. And you know, we got a buddy at work; he watches it, and he says it just gets it gets better, but yet more. Some of it's more depressing, some of it's more exciting, so it's a little bit of everything. So you know, it's funny that like all these Netflix shows that that brought people to Netflix at the very beginning is all coming to an end. Right, well, like, like Orange is the New Black. Um, there's that show I forget the name of it with the president, President House Underwood. of Cards. House of Cards, correct. Thank you. Like all these shows that made Netflix special and brought people to Netflix, they're all coming to an end. That's like the next wave of shows coming up for Netflix now. Well, and that's what it is. I mean, you figure they've been doing this for. Well, this is seven seasons, so it's got to be at least seven, eight years now. Mm-hmm. Doesn't seem like it's been that long, but it, it has. And, you know, so those shows can only last, you know, TV shows in general. I mean, if you get seven seasons out of a show, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So I think I think they say they usually shoot for four is the average on a TV show. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if they, if they got shows that last so long and you could get some in there in the meantime, just, you know, take over the viewership and. Things are going to shift. It's going to happen. It's it's yeah. it's like you said, it's like that first big turnover, though. So, yeah, it's kind of crazy. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, so that's that's going really good. Like I said, I, I'm going to guess I got another week on that. I hope not more, but they're hour long episodes. So sometimes it's hard to get through. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> the last one I want to talk about before Swamp Thing. Oh, God. <laughs> BH90210. Now, before we got on, we were talking. You admitted you've never seen a single episode of the original Beverly Hills 90210. I have not. That was the mid-90s, right? That was the mid-90s? It started in 90 and ended in 2000. Okay. It was was out for 10 years. So, 10 seasons. I, on the other hand, I believe... I've seen every episode of Beverly Hills 90210. I I was I was I was obsessed with that show. I love that show. And it started when I was in like eighth grade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it was eighth grade, ninth grade. And uh, I loved it. As a matter of fact, the 11 weeks I was in boot camp <laughs> and I had, really? I had my sister recorded on VCR. And one of the things I did one night when I came home or over the course of probably two days was I sat there and watched Beverly Hills 90210. Seriously? Yes, I did. Seriously? Without a doubt. Oh, boy. I've I've actually, now with this reboot, considered 
and and we'll see how the fall schedule with TV shows that come back are. Uh, I've actually considered going because they're all they're all on Hulu. Is going on Hulu and just start it over one by one. But ten seasons that's a lot of shows, and that's back when they did like twenty five, twenty six a season. So and are they all one hour long? Yeah, yeah. Wow. So I don't I don't know. That's a lot to watch. I don't know if I can I don't know if I can do that. But yeah. I'm I'm hoping one of these days one of my kids as they get a little older they'll get into it and you know, <laughs> sit there with my kids and watch it. But watch nine oh two one oh. Yeah, yeah. But uh anyhow this show, you know, I had obviously yeah, I was gonna watch it. Um me and my wife actually just last night watched the first two episodes and it's where they play like a heightened version of themselves. So they're actually playing themselves who are actors who were on the show, Beverly Hills, 90210. Mm-hmm. And it's about now it's funny because in, in the thing, I guess it would have no in the thing they talk about how it's their 30 year reunion. Well, it would be 30 years if you count back to 1990. Mm-hmm. But to me, it seems like they talk about 30 years from when it ended, which really mm-hmm. it's only been 20. So that part's a little off, but, um, they make so much fun of themselves that it's it's funny. I mean, this is not a total drama. I mean, you could see where it's going to get lead and get into drama. And they still are. It, it it's, it's hard to explain. But like so the actor Jason Priestley plays the actor slash director Jason Priestley. Who oh, played really? Brandon, who played Brandon Walsh on Beverly Hills 90210. And in, in, in this show, he's married to. uh Oh, what's her name? Vanessa Latchy. Nick Nick Latchy from InSync, his wife. Is that how you say it? Latchy? I don't know. Anyways, she's hot. You'd know her if you looked her up. Um that's his wife. Uh-huh. But but he cheats with the actress, Jenny Garth, on his wife. Right? So okay. it's it's part of the drama of the show, right? But at the same time, I don't know how to explain it. It's just it's it's weird, but at the same time, it, it's pretty good. But like they sit there and they they totally make fun of their themselves on this show. Uh, your boy from Swamp Thing, Ian Ziering. Oh god, he's in it. So he at one time was married, I believe, and I could be getting my facts wrong on here, but in real life, I think he was married to a Playboy playmate or something like that. Uh huh. And I don't know exactly what happened with her. I don't know if they really I don't think they're together anymore. I could be wrong. They could be together. But like so in this show, he's married to this girl who used to be this big model or whatever, but she's a lot younger than him. He's all about branding himself. Uh, Him and his wife do all this fitness stuff here and there. And his wife turns around and cheats on him. And so he, he puts these cameras in his house and he's going through this process where he's trying to catch her so he can get his prenup. But. So it all comes around in the end. And then the, the funniest one of all, and I can't believe it, is Tori Spelling. Like, on that show, I never liked that chick. <laughs> Not personally, just I never liked her character, Donna. I just, uh-huh. she was annoying. She drove me nuts. And anything I've seen from Tori Spelling since then, all these reality shows she did with her husband and her 50 million kids, seemed annoying. And I never watched them. And she just always drove, drove me crazy. Well, in the show, she's got six kids. <laughs> she's married, you know, supposedly to an ex-hockey player, even though her husband used to be an ex-producer like producer or whatever in TV. 
and they had a reality show and it goes to crap and it gets canceled. So they turn around and they're doing a reunion for Beverly Hills at a convention and they all come to it and they have a great time. She's like, oh, we should pitch this as a show. And everybody's like, get the heck out of here. We want nothing to do with this. Right. And basically she has to go around and, and promise them all different things to come back and do this reunion show. Mm-hmm. Uh, to do a new a reboot of the TV series, and that's what it's about: is they're going to do a reboot of the TV series like they're actually doing now. It's 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 really it's really weird and complicated. It's unique. Uh-huh. So me and my wife actually are like you know what this, you know we we thought it'd be like super corny, and some of it is, without a doubt, some of it is. But some of it at the same time, it's like it's hilarious. Some of it's funny, and some of it's like. Hey, this is what I wanted to see from a Beverly Hills 902 show. So who it's, it's who is weird. this catered towards to? Is it like people that I used to watch and now they're grown up? Is I, that who I think is this? So. They're I not. So. I mean, like they're not no. like making it for like, hey, come check us out, kind of. Deal. No, 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 no. It's not. It's not for teenagers or college kids or nothing like that. It's for kid people who used to watch the show. Definitely. Okay. Like the one, the one dude, Brian Austin Green, right? He's married to Megan Fox in real life. Oh, so, yeah. So, I mean, granted, she hasn't done nothing in a couple of years now, but prior to that, you know, she was the big name of the couple. She was the one everybody, you know, liked or talked about or whatever, you know, it wasn't him. Nobody cared about him. Well, in TV show, he's married to like uh, the one of the hottest hip hop stars right now. And mm-hmm. they got a couple kids. He plays Mr. Dad and all this. And he's kind of getting tired of everything being about her. So he's like, all right, I'm going to get back into acting. And like everybody, nobody cares about him. And they're, they're just like, Oh yeah, we'll give you a job. Will your wife do a song in the movie, you know, and stuff like this. So, uh, he's trying to make a comeback. So he's like, all right, I'll do this reunion. Cause I need to do a comeback and it needs to be something based off me, not my wife and all this. And it's just, it, it's pretty funny. Like the one Jenny Garth, she was the one I loved on there. Mm-hmm. She's been married like three, four times. In real oh. life, in real okay. life, and on the show, it, it's all about she just is going through her third failed marriage, <laughs> and how she can't keep a marriage and stuff. And oh, it's wow. they they really make fun of the, that one part in the first episode. They're on a plane and they're all flying back together, and they all start getting you know that one minute they're all like, "Oh, this is great, we love one another, oh, everything's great," and literally within a minute, everything changes, and they're just sitting there calling each other out, saying, you know. You're a pretty boy and everybody he, loves you, but you're really scum and all this. And it's it was crazy. Oh. It's funny. It it did it, it's actually pretty funny. Me and me and the wife liked it. So how did they address Luke Perry? Uh, they, they just at the, they did. They 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 kind of brought him up without mentioning his name in the beginning. And then at the very end, they just they actually said Luke and you know about him not being around anymore. And so they need to take more advantage of, you know, things in their life. And they did like a little toast. Mm-hmm. Luke, And then at the end, they just kind of, um, or at the end, when they come up with the idea, they, they showed, uh, they were showing some different clips from the original series, like from the first episode, I think, or maybe it was like the first season. And one of them is one where he pulls up in his Porsche with, uh, Jason Priestley. You know, in the show, they're in, you know, they're in character or whatever. And he's saying to the character, you know, hey, welcome to your, you know, best dream ever. And, you know, this is the greatest place and all this kind of stuff where your dreams come true and all this kind of stuff. 
And then just kind of froze frame on him and just said, you know, in loving memory of our friend Luke or something like that. And had oh, okay. dates of his death. So they did. They did mention it and talk about it, actually. But anyhow. So, yeah. So I, I was excited when I saw this was out. I was excited when it was coming, but I was preparing for it to be pretty bad. And even last night going into it, I told my wife, I'm like, because there's already been two episodes and we hadn't watched them. I said, we got to watch these because the show's going to get canceled soon. And, <laughs> dude, I hope it doesn't now. So far, the first two episodes have been good. So, But this is a week by week, so we can't, we can't watch the next episode till Wednesday when it comes out. So we'll see. But that's pretty, pretty much it for there. But uh, before you get on your list, let's talk about Swamp Thing. Mm-hmm. So we both finished it. It's over. What did you think? Uh, it was okay. I mean, like, it was more supernatural than I thought it was going to be. I, I thought this was going to be more like a superhero thing, but it was very um, back of the woods in the swampland, supernatural. I mean, like, there's a lot of twists and turns that I did not see coming, um, especially with, um, with uh, that rich guy of the town and how he has all these kind of side deals going on and, and, and his wife and then the sheriff and, and, and their kids kind of deal. I mean, like, what's a, there's a yeah. lot more going on than I thought it was going to be. But if it was, all right, so this is a one and done. Mm-hmm. Now for me, comparing it to the widow, the widow was better. Now this one, I'll, I'll give, you know, the widow seems like, like I said, they went into it knowing this was going to be a one and done. Swamp Thing, they went into it thinking this is going to be an ongoing series. They got halfway through it, found out a bunch of found out a bunch about a bunch of financial issues in North Carolina where they were filming Mm -hmm. and decided, okay, this is going to be done after one season. And they had to change everything. They went from 13 to 10 episodes and they had to do a bunch of changes. So knowing all that, I'll say it was pretty good for what they did and for what they had to work with. Um, I enjoyed it. If there was a season two, I would watch a season two. Um, but at the same time, knowing that it's done, I'm like, all right, I'm not going to miss it. Yeah. I mean, like they did, they did set it up for the season two and how they're going to, how, how they're going to approach season two with the, uh, ending credit scene that they have for the finale. So you did go back and watch it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and seeing how, how um Woodrow, right? Dr. Woodrow, yeah. Yep. Dr. Woodrow is gonna be um coming uh like, like like playing part of season two, which is cool. I can see how 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 that leads to season two. Um but kinda like you're saying if if it's not around, it's not gonna be in the world. It's a good show. It's cool. Yeah. It's not as good as Doom Patrol or Titans. No, no. And and like at the season finale, there's a lot of open-ended question about what's going to happen to this person, what's happened to this person, that I was hoping they could have, like, answered, but they weren't able to since, like, they got canceled. And and I think they plan on having two seasons, but but since they got canceled abruptly so quickly that they, I mean, they can't answer every little question at the last minute. Yeah, exactly. I think they got to like episode eight and it was like, oh, crap, we got to finish this in two episodes. Yeah, yeah. 
So, I mean, I think they did the best they could. And, and you know, they the, obviously the ending credit scene was where they were planning to go with it. But at the same time, they had to throw that in there. And I don't want to give spoilers on it yet, but they had to throw that in there to kind of let you know what the character of Swamp Thing, you know, even though they don't call him that, but th- what that character was going to be doing. And, mm-hmm. and now you kind of knew he had a, a, what do you call an antagonist, a, a foe that he was going to be in the Swamp battle. And so. Yeah, which is kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. All right, cool. Uh, all right, you're up. Um, so a couple shows that I've been watching. Uh, one I think you've seen the first episode. I've not seen the second episode. Um, is for the Harnacks of uh for, from HBO that that kind of follows the um preseason or the training camp of NFL teams. This season, HBO, um, they are following the Oakland Raiders, led by uh, Chucky, um, John Gruden, right? Yeah. Um, is it led by him or is it led by Antonio Brown? <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's like the Brown. whole episode. The whole episode was Antonio Brown. Well, I mean, like, they did have like, a couple of funny scenes of, like, those two um, those two guys going uh, horseback riding. That was hilarious. Yeah, that was good. That was funny. It, it wasn't all Antonio Brown, but a lot of it was Antonio Brown. And his foot. Yeah. And I'm like, holy crap. I'm like, yeah, he's a good player, but like, show the other guys, too. I mean, they did show that one kid from from um, oh, from that TV show that you watch, that I don't watch, um, that he got cut in the first, uh, first episode. Oh, Ronald Dolly from um, uh, Last Chance You. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, yeah. I'm mean, like, okay, this yeah, is they, pretty. They sad. showed him. They showed Derek Carr. They showed that new safety, that rookie safety. Mm-hmm. That dude's annoying, man. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, he's trying to like prove himself to make a slide for himself, right? So, yeah. so that like, if he can be on TV as more as much as he can, then he's kind of like making a name for himself. So, uh, but that no, I I really enjoyed these hard knacks. Um, shows because they, you get to you get to see the behind the scenes things of what's going on uh, in these NFL teams, um, and it's really interesting because I thought the Lions were in contention for this season's hard knocks, which is I'm fine. They don't show what's going on behind the Lions because I think they're going to be horrible this season, <laughs> and I'd rather see somebody else uh, behind uh, uh, in, in, on hard knocks. And, and a lot less dysfunction of the Lions team. Um, I'm okay with that, but I always enjoy the shows. So, so was, I'm same here. I like Hard Knocks. Here's something interesting. Mm. So there's there's another show that's on Amazon Prime. It's called All or Nothing, mm-hmm. and, and that comes out. So like this year, that when their season came out, it was about the Panthers last season. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I've seen like the first couple episodes. I haven't been able to get back and watch them all. At the same time. It, because of the way the Panther season went, it would be interesting. But at the same time, it's kind of like, I don't want to watch that. <laughs> because, right? Yeah, because they ended up having a sh- crappy season at the end. That but, is your team, though. That is your team. That's my and... team. That's my team. But here's the thing that's interesting. On YouTube, the Panthers have their own channel. Mm-hmm. They have a show on there that I know they have at least two episodes out because I've watched them. They're like 20, 25 minutes long called Camp Confidential. And even in the second episode of that, Greg uh, Olson says, wow, I didn't realize we were doing our own Hard Knocks version here. He goes, this is pretty cool. It's just like Hard Knocks minus the swearing. 
Wait, so like Greg Olson, who's part of the team, doesn't know he's on a show? No, they do. But it was like, like the, the Camp Confidential, uh, it's led up to, I think the first two episodes led up to their first game, mm-hmm. preseason game. But no, they all know that there's cameras following them around and they're mic'd up. And X at one point, the coaching is, hey, I'm mic'd up today. And they're like, oh, man, and all this kind of stuff. But um, no, so they know, but they didn't understand exactly what they was what was happening. They just knew that the team, because it's done by the team. It's not done by HBO. Okay. That the team had cameras on the field and they were micing certain people up and things like that. So it's like the Carolina Panthers are putting out this own version of Hard Knocks. And it's in a 20-minute format. And 20, 25 minute format and they're not swearing, you know, they, they bleep out the swear words. That and, does not sound fun. No, dude, it's actually maybe it's just because it's the Carolina Panthers, but it's actually pretty good. I would say go look it up on YouTube. But I kind of yeah. want to know, like, you know, how if that's done strictly by the Panthers and their PR team, right, or like their marketing group. I want to see how their version is compared to the one that you mentioned from Amazon and see how, like, do the version from the Panthers marketing team kind of play it where, like, everybody's hunky-dory and happy, where there's no attention, and, yeah, they had a bad season, but, you know, everybody's still happy. Well, no, it's not last season. It's this season. Oh, it's this season. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's going on right now, same time as Hard Knocks. Mm. So yeah, it's no, uh, I you should you should go go watch it and compare it to Hard Knocks. I wouldn't compare it to All or Nothing. I'd compare it to Hard Knocks. Now, all do or, you think that is are they like everybody's hunky dory, everybody's happy, everybody's laughing, and there's no tension? Uh you know what? Actually, maybe. Now that you say that, and I think about it, maybe I'm trying to think if they, you know, they don't. Yeah, they don't show the like downside necessarily yet. <clears throat> but you you could be right you could be right but it's still it's so all right so then it's 50 percent of hard knocks you know if you took hard knocks took the swearing out and took the oh so-and-so is down on his luck and is gonna get cut mm-hmm. uh, you know if you take that out of it mm-hmm. that's kind of the show you're watching is it watered down what do you mean water like are they acting no, no, no. Since you're saying 50% of hard knocks, to me that sounds like it's kind of like it's it's all right. It would I would say it's exactly like hard knocks, but it doesn't. They bleep the swearing. Uh huh. And and uh, wait, do they, they do they bleep the swearing? Yeah, I think they do. I think they do because it shows, for example, in All or Nothing, like the first couple episodes, Cam Newton is just. F this, F that, F this, F that. Like he swears constantly. And in this show, it showed that when they did the big premiere for All or Nothing out in Carolina when it came out, you mm-hmm. know, they went, they got like a big theater and they had the whole team. It was like a red carpet event, right? And at the end, they had the owner, Cam Newton, and I, I'm not sure if it was Marty Herney or if it was somebody else up on the stage and they did a question and answer with them. And the first thing Cam got up there and when they said, because the first thing they said was, all right, what do you guys think? And the first thing Cam Newton says, I am so, so sorry about my mouth. He goes, I am so sorry because he was embarrassed (laughs) because of how much he swears and stuff. And, uh, you know, everybody kind of laughed it off because, you know, it's natural. It's real. But anyhow, so this show showed that, you know, but otherwise, 
I don't think it's watered down. I just, like you said, they're not going to necessarily show, or at least I, I don't think they've really shown like when somebody's having a bad day or, you know, when things are, are bad necessarily. Mm. But it still shows you all the ins and outs of training camp and, you know, live things happening and going on. And yeah, that part of it was pretty good. A lot of the interviews and stuff is like, you know, short, quick little interviews on the field, you know. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. You should check it out. That's all I'm going to say. You should go check it out. All right. I'll check it out. Um, the other show that that just came on yesterday and I've been already kind of watching it. Uh, season two of Mindhunter. Did you did you see um, season That's one? A- no, I haven't seen season one. You you you've told me about it over and over. I'm I'm actually starting to go. Um, it it's gonna make my list. It's gonna make the <laughs> list of Jack Ryan. So the list that you are gonna watch, but you never will kind of deal. No, I'll watch the shows. I I don't know if I'll watch Jack Ryan just purposely, but uh, no, I, I'm gonna watch the shows that are on the list. But I think I think I'm gonna throw this one on there. And especially uh, after I saw the previews for season two, mm-hmm. because this is gonna sound really weird. I I, I don't I'm not gonna say I have a thing for Charles Manson, but that dude. He's creepy. He's, he's creepy. fascinating. Like yeah, the 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 thing that yeah he just doesn't make sense, and that the fact that he was able to pull all this crap off, mm-hmm. I just find that fascinating. So for some reason. I don't know why I can't tell you why, but I've always, always just found that whole ordeal fascinating. So exactly. Me too. And, yeah. and, and I think that's what drawn me to season one. It's just how they went to every one of these serial killers and kind of interview them and, and just kind of like trying to learn from them so they can set up a protocol, like a profile of these different, um, different psychopaths i would say and and how they learn from them they can they can they can um solve crimes in the future right so to me this show is really fascinating i after watching season one i went out and got the book read through the book and now like in in part of the book you know covers this season as well where where he's talking about charles manson and on episode two, they interview Son of Sam. Um, that was crazy. That was awesome. Um, so, so like, I I love this series. I mean, and it's done really well too. It's done like episode one and episode two is directed by David Fincher, one of my favorite directors of all time. Um, and and he does it so well that I I can't look away. There, is, I mean, like when I put that on, and I'm like. Oh my god, I'm so, so, so zoned in to this that um, that that this is turning out to be like one of my favorite episodes or shows on Netflix right now, and I oh. highly recommend it to you. All right, all right, I'll put it on the list. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, time for news and rumors. Mm-hmm. Uh, now the first one we have on here, <laughs> we've had this one on here for about three shows now i think two or <laughs> two i think two. since episode nah, i think episode 10 oh really on there yeah and i think i i thought it was yours so i left it and in episode 11 we didn't talk about it so then i was like that's when we found out that no i actually put this one up but the mandalorian was in pre-production about a month <laughs> and a half ago um, 
for and, season uh, two. For season two. For season two, yeah, for season two, and uh, they put some images up, things like that. Uh, we'll have a link in the show notes. Go check it out. I don't have much <laughs> to say on it. I don't know. I found it. I must have said, "Oh wow, they're doing season two. Put it up there," and then totally spaced on it. Uh, but season one hasn't been even released yet because no, like, I think that comes. I don't even know if that comes out this December or if they're waiting until like January, February. Yeah. So, um, the next one, Titan season two preview came out. That show starts in less than a month. That's like two, three weeks, and we're on already on this Titan season two. And uh, cannot wait for that. Uh, yeah, it looks really good. So, uh, I'm waiting to see what they do exactly with Aqualad. Because Aqualad's gonna be in it, but it's like it's a throwback. It's oh, gonna be, it's gonna be scenes showing back when they were a team beforehand. So I kind of wonder if they tie that into um, Aquaman. Oh, the movie? Yeah. So it's... all right, and I should have put that up on here, and I'll find a link to it. Uh, there was an article with the whole DC universe. Um, DCEU because this season with Arrow ending they're doing Crisis on Infinite Earths Mm -hmm. and I think we talked about this last episode where it was kind of like the Earths meld into one at the end and they're already saying they're they're bringing in a lot of people for these crossovers like the old the the guy who played Robin in the Mm -hmm. old Batman TV show he's going to be in it Um, not saying he's playing Robin necessarily but he's going to be in it they're bringing characters from Smallville. Like, this has been confirmed. So they're bringing guys that were on Smallville. This guy, uh, Tom Welling, who played Clark Kent Superman. Um, they're saying Lana Lang and possibly even Michael Rosenbaum, who played Lex Luthor. They're going to be in it. They said it may not be more than you see them standing to the side. They may not have any lines, or if they do, it's going to be like a one-line each little quip. But they're going to be at least on set. Um, they're bringing Brandon Ruth who played Superman in one of the movies back mm-hmm. as an old Superman um, showing that he's like from a different earth, but he's playing that same Superman character, just older. Um, what other shows were they bringing on here? There were some other shows. They said they may have Gotham crossover in it. They're not a hundred percent yet. Another ones, but the ones they're saying for sure aren't going to be on there. Or at least nobody's been... Everybody keeps saying that the Titans need to be on it. But they're saying so far that that's the only ones they're almost sure of will not be a part of this crossover are the Titans. Hmm. Kind of wonder so, why. So that doesn't mean they're not going to cross it over to the movies. Titans. So maybe they'll say Titans and and uh, Doom Patrol are part of the movie universe. But they haven't confirm that and they haven't ruled that out but it doesn't sound like the movies are tying into the tv shows for the infinite crisis crossover so i don't know i don't know if titans are going to be a part of that or not but if if they tie aqualad to the movies i don't for sure i don't think they'll be part of the the crisis on infinite earths but Mm. i don't know we'll see so either way it looks good the only thing i'm kind of curious about now did they show that at the end of season one? I don't remember, but I want to see how Raven gets her jewel. No, they did not, because at the end of season one, it was her and Robin at the house. Yeah, they did not. And fighting oh, they, that demon. Didn't they walk away from the house? 
Did they all go their separate ways at the end? Robin was going to find himself. Oh. I thought he was going to find himself, and he left the three, Garth, Raven, and uh, Starfire on their own to, to go do their own thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, and she didn't have the jewel. So now it shows that she, like, has the jewel and just wears it all the time. And I'm like, what? Correct. That seems kind of weird. But, no, overall, it looks good. I'm looking forward to it. Um, Me too. Me too. You want to switch off these next couple? We can go back and forth. Um, yeah, sure. So the next one I do have is David Benedoff and DB Wise. Um, they they are famous for making the Game of Thrones. They were showrunners and they created Game of Thrones for HBO. A huge success for HBO, as I'm sure that we all know. But I don't think you you watch Game of Thrones, have you? Nope, nope. That's one that's on the list. um no i i love game of thrones um maybe not so much for the season finale the last season they did but um nonetheless i mean they are good showrunners i would say um they they just signed on with a five-year 250 million dollar deal with netflix to bring some I don't. I don't know if they announced what show is coming to Netflix. Um, uh, that they are bringing to Netflix, I should say. Is it going to be a new, a new IP, a new show, or are they kind of like um, bringing a book, a series into a and creating a show for Netflix that that they have not <clears throat> announced anything yet. Um, but they also signed up a while back ago. They also signed up to make a trilogy for the um, the Star Wars uh, movies. And so I don't know how all that's going to work out, um, that they are going to do a Star Wars movie, a trilogy, and do a show for Netflix. I don't think they can do both at the same time because each one of those, I'm sure, will consume all all their time. And, and granted, they will have like a you know like a whole room of team to help write the show or write the movie but still i think each and one of those will require every ounce of their attention just to make it right and not make everybody mad um and 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 especially especially um the star wars fans because they're so like um they're so in love with that world that they can't doing it wrong or else they're going to get lit on fire by all of the fans um yeah but um but i'm kind of interested in see what they have to offer um for uh for netflix though and netflix paying 250 million dollars i'm sure they don't want to like flush money down the drain and and they have good plans coming in i wonder i wonder how much of this has to do with like what we were saying earlier where a lot of the original shows that kept all these viewers with Netflix are all ending. Mm. So they're trying to get that next great thing to keep these viewers watching oh, Netflix. Wow. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean like, so one thing that if you or like all my Game of Thrones fans would know is that they had a book to go by for Game of Thrones, right? For season one through seven, they had a Game of Thrones book that to reference back to. And everybody loves those. They kind of followed the books and, and they made a show and everybody loves that TV show. However, on season eight, the finale season of Game of Thrones, 
they surpassed where the books are. So they didn't really have any kind of reference to go back to. And that was the weakest season. So, so like, doesn't say a lot. Right. Exactly. And, and because of what they did for season one through seven, I think they got so popular that Star Wars signed them up for a trilogy movie, not knowing what's going to happen on season eight. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and I think maybe Star Wars, their team is kind of like having buyer's remorse on signing these guys up for a trilogy. And they're like, okay, we're going to bring in, you know, other writers to help you and kind of like kind of guide you so that um, they don't screw up any of the trilogies. And now they're like, oh, and, and now these two guys are saying that, okay, we have extra time. Can we do another show? But with a different company that being Netflix or whatever it may be. Well, my under, my understanding with the Star Wars is too like these guys can have a trilogy and it's and it's not anything to do with Star Wars canon. It's just in the Star Wars universe. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and then like another group has their own trilogy that's set mm-hmm. somewhere else in the Star Wars universe and then somebody else has one that goes somewhere else. So mm-hmm. uh, I think I think there is like three different teams doing three different sets of possible trilogies. And it's yeah. not going to say, hey, if one of them doesn't pan out, doesn't look good. I mean, Lucasfilm and Disney can always come back and be like, yeah, me and you guys are done. We're not even doing this. Yeah, exactly. Because I think these guys are doing one. And is that Ryan Johnson or Rian Johnson doing another one? Uh, and, Brian Johnson. I think it's Brian Johnson. Uh, OK, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and so, like, I mean, they're good, but. Season eight of Game of Thrones did not do him any favors. No. Yeah. Um, well, so and this kind of leads into my next thing in the news and rumors. So a lot of people have been saying Netflix better watch it because they are raising their prices like crazy. Like, mm-hmm. They've had like three or four price hikes in the last as many years, three, four years. Um, right now, I believe it's up to twelve or thirteen ninety nine. And that's just for the basic subscription. Whereas Disney Plus now announced that they're going to come out with their own bundle that's going to be Disney Plus, ESPN Plus, and Hulu with ads for $12.99. Now, that got me to the point where I was almost considering, do I need Netflix? Oh, really? Yeah. I, you know, I started thinking about it. And I'm just like, you know, like Orange is New Black. That's ending. I'm not going to watch that no more. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just found out we don't have it in the show notes. Our our other or my other favorite show, and you were getting into it at the end. OA just got canceled. Oh, yeah. So that's that's not going to be on there. You know, how many shows do I really watch on Netflix anymore? My kids watch a ton. But mm-hmm. if I told the kids, hey, we're getting rid of it. And because we got Disney Plus um, and we got Hulu. I think they'd be OK with that. OK. I think they'd be all right with that. Uh, or, or do people kind of like what I did with HBO, but not really. Is that like, oh, that show's coming back. I'll sign up for a month. Boom. I'll, uh, yeah. And then cancel it after the yeah. show's finished. Maybe. I don't know. That It's a possibility. I mean, And maybe I'll do that. Maybe I'll just... The only thing hurt, <laughs> hurt me with the Netflix... Uh, I'll say it. I don't care. I share my account. I let my parents use my account. So I'm sure everybody does that too. Yeah, everybody. And Netflix knows it. They they've, they've admitted to it. Um, that's why they came out with the whole profiles. 
Um, but yeah, so I, I guess I'd be taking that away from my parents, but I'm definitely going to do this bundle. I mean, right now I have Hulu and I have it with the ads, so mm-hmm. nothing will change there. I love Hulu. Uh, there's a lot of shows you can watch on there. Um, the difference being that right now my Hulu is combined with my Spotify. So I'm getting both for, I think, $9.99 a month, which mm. Spotify by itself is usually $9.99 a month. Hulu with ads, I believe they've dropped their price on that. That's like 6 bucks a month. So I'm saving like 6 bucks a month, basically. Mm-hmm. However, if I can add, I know I'm adding Disney+. Plus. So I'm going to get that regardless. And I think that's coming out at like $8.99 a month by itself. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's $7.99. But then if I can add ESPN Plus to that as well, or I'll get a lot of UFC and a lot of other sporting news and the whole 30 for 30 uh, library. And soccer. Lots of soccer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <I'm, laughs> yeah. That's not me. <laughs> My brother-in-law, when he comes over, he'll be excited. Uh, but, um, yeah, so if I could add all that for twelve ninety nine, and then turn around and I have to pay another eight bucks or whatever for Spotify, I'll do that. I mean, that's 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 a good deal. Um, so I'm I'm okay with that. I'm I'm like, hey, let's do this. So yeah, it, I it'd be cool to have them too. Um, because like there's a like, a lot of shows that you and I talk about that are in these um streaming service especially disney plus especially disney plus yeah coming out in the next year or two yeah definitely so i don't know i i find that interesting and then a lot of people are like you're gonna get three channels basically of shows for the price of netflix and hulu when you think about it okay you're getting nbc stuff still for the time being you know you never know how long that's gonna last but you're getting nbc abc you're getting Fox, you're getting the FX, you're getting FXX, you get all those shows. Um, they still have a deal, I believe, at Nickelodeon, so you get a lot of the Nickelodeon shows. Uh, plus, they're putting movies on there, so you're getting a lot of movies on Hulu in addition to whatever movies are on Disney+. Plus. So there's a lot Hulu brings, and a lot of people just don't realize it, so... Even if you lose the NBC stuff, you still got a lot of stuff on there to watch. Yeah. Is wait, so is DC Universe part of Disney? No, Marvel is no. part of Disney. Marvel is Mar- part of Disney. Yeah. 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 And Mar- and then Disney owns Hulu and then ESPN and all that. So it makes sense why they're bundling these. So mm-hmm. I don't know. That's a good deal, man. So Yeah. Um, like I said, like like I would totally get into it. So I'll, I'll go ahead and do my last one I got on here because it kind of ties into this whole thing. So they're saying the Daredevil reboot is already on its way to FX. That's crazy. And and now how this ties in is if it's going to be on FX, it's going to be on Hulu. So you'll be able to watch it on Hulu, um, which is awesome. I but thought yeah. they had to wait. I thought they had to wait, though. Whatever the wait is. It's not as long as I guess everybody's guessing. Or maybe it is. Maybe I think originally I heard it was two years. So I think Daredevil just came out in March. Uh-huh. So maybe it's not two years. Maybe it's just a year. Because yeah. they're already starting to look at that stuff. I don't know. So it's a complete reboot. It's a complete reboot. 
None of the same all actors. All new people. They're saying that it's probably not going to have any of the same actors. Um, matter of fact, they said they just recently, Marvel just sold all the costumes off. Mm-hmm. So they don't even have the costumes for those actors anymore. Um, what I did find interesting was two different things. One, they said, okay, it's going to be a Daredevil show, and then they're probably going to do a Defenders show. Well, they'll bring them all together again and have like a combined TV show, mm-hmm. which I like that idea. Instead of having one Jessica Jones, one Luke Cage, one Iron Fist and all that, they're just going to bring them all together and do like the Dare, uh, the Defender version. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't say if it would include Daredevil or not, but what they did say that was interesting is that uh, somebody high up at ABC has been or ABC, Marvel, whatever it is, Disney, Disney, really. Um, somebody high up at Disney has been reported to say that all shows on all of their TV stations, streaming services will cross over into one another. That's pretty cool. So they'll all be part of the MCU, even in part of the movies, even. So if it's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., we already know that's part of the MCU. Um, all the shows coming out on Disney Plus, most of them are already attached to the MCU. But they're going to say even all the shows coming out on Hulu now. So, like, for example, we already have uh, The Runaways. And this year they're crossing them over with Cloak and Dagger. They said so that's going to become part of the, the MCU. And they're also coming out on Hulu, uh, a Ghost Rider TV show using the same character from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Mm. So same actor, same character. So that's already going to be tied together. And they're saying that's going to be tying in. Probably they'll probably tie it in first with the other Hulu shows. So that'll be cool. And then it'll go forward and it'll go into like this. These shows that are going to be on FX. They'll be tied in together as well. So they're going to tie them all in to everything. So kind of like what we were talking about with DC Universe. Marvel's actually doing it. So props to them. I yeah, mean, that's awesome. And, it, and to, in a way, I think it kind of keeps things separated, but at the same time, it keeps it easy. Like, you know, oh, well, we're going to mention this character, even though they're on this series and we can mention what they've already done. You know, we don't have to try to think up what's this person doing or what the, what have they done in the past? So. It's just that, like, I kind of feel bad for um, uh, these these guys that used to play these characters at Netflix. Especially Charlie Cox. I mean, uh, he did a really good job to me. Oh yeah, he, he did a really good job playing Daredevil, and um, and uh, and I kind of want to see them continue in that, but I totally understand that they want to reboot and start over with a clean slate. But okay, yeah, I'll, I think I'll buy into it. I I think I feel worse for him and uh, Punisher. Oh yeah, uh, I can't think of his name anymore. John Bertho. Yeah. John Berthenall. Yeah, that dude, he uh he did a great job with that character. So Yeah, that sucks. Uh Vincent Dionfor I can't say his last name. Dion yeah, Donafio, whatever. Yeah. That dude tweets constantly about being Kingpin and how that show was great and how he loved being a part of that show and stuff. So he was great as Kingpin. Yeah, yeah, he was. He was a good Kingpin. So Dinafio. Yeah. Oh well. All right. Um, so the last thing I do have for the TV news and rumors is that sci-fi canceled Krypton after two seasons. Um, 
and and I think I mean kind of like going back to what we're uh, what we're talking about that um, all these kind of streaming services are just consolidating and bringing their shows back um, um, to their streaming service so that people can come and watch and buy into their um, streaming service. Um, so Crypt, um, Krypton from Sci-Fi done after two seasons, and I think they had they were starting production on a show called uh, Lobo. Um, and that's done too. So I think DC Universe is going to be like, okay, everybody's going to come back to our um, studio, so so that like they're not kind of like you know they're doing it under their own service. Correct, correct. Yeah, you you want to see it? Go to DC Universe. Yeah, exactly. Did you yeah. ever watch, did you ever watch Krypton? No, the I first did not. Se- the first season's already on DC Universe. Oh. So uh, technically, you know, I could go watch it on there. Um, but I haven't, um, I don't know. I was never kind of, cause to me it's before Superman and it's like what happens on Krypton before Superman. So I don't know how interested I am in it. I mean, it could be a someday show, but nothing I would run to, to go watch. But, uh, it's funny that, you know, yeah, it seems like they're trying to, okay, we're going to bring everything back on DC, um, with the exception of the CW shows, um, <clears throat> It'd be nice if they did kind of tie those two together somehow. But uh, at the same time, I'm waiting to hear now because they're coming out with that, uh, what, HBO Max? (laughs) The WB's big effort into getting into streaming. And so if they do that, I'm waiting to see where there's a bundle between, you know, the WB's HBO Max DC Universe. Put them in a bundle, you know. Why not? It's crazy, dude. So, but the thing is, I mean, there's no way they could do it for the same price point. I mean, they could, they should, but there's no way I could see them doing it for $12.99 like Disney Plus. But at the same time, whatever they do, they would have to almost do something and say, okay, you're going to get all of HBO. And HBO itself right now is $15 a month. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, I mean, if they came out and said, hey, $20, $25 a month, you're going to get all the HBOs. You're going to get all the WB shows plus, you know, with HBO Max stuff. You're going to get the DC Universe. If they threw in there and said you're going to get, because uh, I think Nickelodeon's tied into that somehow. I think they own Nickelodeon WB, but I'm not 100% on that. If they said you're going to get Nickelodeon and somehow they did a deal with like the CW, because I think the CW's tied into that, but I'm not 100% either. But they they did some deal where you got all of that, say for twenty twenty five bucks, dude. I'd be all over that too. Yeah, but then and well, like with Amazon, with uh, Disney Plus, with this and that, I mean your your, your cable bills cable go, bills back up to like sixty bucks a month. I know, I know. Not sixty. I think it's gonna be like like you know a hundred or so after a while because you gotta add in internet to your to that equation too. Yeah, but internet's something you already paid for. I don't, I don't count that. Oh, just like, oh, just like when I, I first cut that. the, when I first cut the cord, mm-hmm. you know, I was already paying for internet. So I don't, I don't count that. I was already paying for Netflix. I was already paying for Amazon. So I don't count that. To me, the only thing I added uh, was DC Universe, Hulu, um, and here Netflix. and there, you know, from time to time, a couple other streaming subscriptions that you know turn on and turn off. Yeah. Um. So. I don't know. I don't I don't get excited over that. 
you know, like I said, right now with this next bundle coming out that, uh, you know, yeah, it's $12.99 more a month. Maybe I'll drop Spotify. I don't know. I don't listen to it a ton. It's great to have when I have it, but I don't listen to it a ton. So maybe I'll drop it and go back to the free version of it. Mm. You know, um, I could do that very easily. And then really then I'm only paying three bucks more because I'm going from 10 bucks a month for Hulu and Spotify to 13 bucks a month for Disney plus Hulu and ESPN and then Mm -hmm. the free version of Spotify. So I'm not too excited yet. We'll see. We'll see what happens with, like I said, the HBO max and when that launches, that's not even launching, I think for another year almost. So yeah. Cause well, like, you know, it's going, we're going full circle again. Yep. Yep. So, all right. That's all I have for TV movies uh um all right i'm gonna do that pop quiz oh yeah i always forget that segment bring it up all right all right all right so this segment is a movie title of a movie done in the united states that that and this movie went overseas and when they're overseas they have to translate that movie name to something that fits in that country and now I'm translating, I'm translating that name back to the United States to regular English. So the name of the movie in China of this U.S. made movie is called He's a Ghost. What is that movie? He's a Ghost? Yes. Could be Ghost Rider. Could be... Is it an old movie or a newer movie? Um, yes and no. <laughs> uh, How about this? The I'll, I'm gonna give you a huge clue. Okay. And all right, so if I I would have been mad seeing that name of the of the movie because it pretty much gives it away. Okay. Oh, that's the clue. That's the clue. That's the clue. The name of that movie gives away the whole movie. He's a ghost. <laughs> You're trying. He's a ghost. Oh, I know. I know. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. That's the M. Night Shyamalan movie uh, with Bruce Willis. I can't think of the name of the movie. Uh, what's the name of that movie? Um, uh, something... Something. It's the, that, it's that movie though. It's Six Sense. The Six Sense. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> I was like, what? And like even when he gave the clue, I was like, I don't, I don't understand your clue. <laughs> now you do. Now you do. Yeah. Because like, oh, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. If totally. I seen the title, I'm like, oh, now I know the movie. I would have been yeah. so mad. I'd be like, no, don't tell me that because that's the whole movie. Yeah. Okay. All right. That, that was a good one. I like that one. All right. All right. Uh, movies watch, man. <laughs> I got one thing, one thing only. Slim uh, Pickens. Slim Pickens. And it's only because I've been watching a lot of TV, haven't had time to watch movies. And because I got three little girls. And <laughs> so if, if you got little girls, they're in that, I would say, you know, they're older than five or six. And they're in, before the tweens. They're all about the Descendants, and Descendants 3 came out on Disney Channel. Uh, I was at two weeks ago, I think, and I've seen it probably three, four times already. <laughs> and, uh, uh, hey, I'm not going to lie. 
I watch these movies with the kids and I like them. And this one was pretty good. It wasn't bad. So uh, it was okay. We had a big viewing at our house with a couple families that we're friends with that have girls and they all brought their girls over and a couple of the dads came over and the dads, we, we, we did hang outside, have some adult beverages, and, but we did have the movie on in, in, the, in the garage and we were talking and stuff, but same time watching some of the movie, but uh, yeah. It was it was it was cool. The kids liked it. They they enjoyed it, and uh, the movie overall was pretty good. And it was definitely the last of the these movies. I'm I'm almost positive um, once the, <laughs> the actors are getting too old. Two one of the main actors passed away like the week before the show movie premiered. That's sad. Yeah, that was sad. But uh, yeah, it was good overall. So so I was I was good with that. So props That's out cool. to Cameron Boyce. Boyce voice he was the actor that passed away oh um, don't know who he is uh he was on disney shows jesse and stuff like that um and then he was the one who played carlos in the descendants movies so he uh it was, it was natural seizure had a seizure at night in his sleep passed away oh, oh. so but that was it for me man how about you um went to take uh well the my little nieces and I went to see the uh, updated live action of Lion King, um, and I mean it was you know it was okay. I liked it because the little kids liked it. If right. if like if they weren't with me, I completely would have been like, why did they do this movie? <laughs> um, I think like I was telling you, um, did Disney make the, this is make Disney, this is Disney movie, right? Yep. This is yeah. To me, I think Disney just kind of like flexing their um their 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 computer or like their uh, CGI muscle just to make this movie because it look. I mean, everything looks amazing. Everything looked really really well done, except there's like maybe a handful of scenes that I picked up on that didn't look as good. And the only reason that I picked it up on is because what I do um, at work, you know, like there's a lot of things that I do at work with, uh, with computer rendering stuff. Um, yeah. And, and, and because of, because I do that, I, I'm able to pick up a couple of things about lighting, like about um, um, the graphics that I'm like, Oh, that doesn't look that good. But outside of, you know, of all the good CGI that they did, it was pretty much a scene for scene um, update of the cartoon movie that I really like. And they didn't bring anything new to it except the CGI portion of it. Um, so to me, I I didn't see any value of them making this movie. But um, I'm completely wrong because like there's like a billion dollars out there that that saying like hey this movie's a huge <laughs> success for disney yeah right and and but no it was kind of cool to watch this with little kids and 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 seeing how they react to it kind of like you know how i reacted to it when i saw it the first time so yeah, yeah we we uh we still haven't seen it we, we need to go see it uh have they seen the original oh yeah yeah did we they know. okay okay yeah good yeah, we own it. And then, you know, the, for a while they watched The Lion Guard, which was the cartoon on Disney Channel based on the movie. The movie. 
Yeah, it was kind of an offshoot of the movie when he was still a young kid. Or no, actually, he was when Simba's grown up, and it's his kid. It's oh, his okay. Kid. But uh, anyhow, yeah, so no, the kids have been wanting to see it. We just, we've been so busy this summer, so we haven't had a chance to go do it yet. And mm-hmm. uh, this is Disney's thing right now, right? They're taking all their 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 cartoon movies uh, from the past and making them live action. You know, yeah. they did it with Aladdin. That one I don't think was it was still pretty successful, but not quite as successful as Lion King's been. Yeah. Uh, they've done it over the years with Sleeping Beauty and Cinderella and all that. So, hey, why not? The Jungle Book. Wasn't it the first one they did? The Jungle yeah. Book. Jungle Book was one of the first ones they did. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So. Yep. I right. mean, like, John Favreau did a good job with CGI. That's all I can say. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for news and rumors, um, the only one I do have is I'm I I'm kind of sad by this because I kind of like the movies um, back in the what like early 90s or late 80s. Um, Neil Blomkamp um, he is exiting the RoboCop um, movie, um, and 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 Neil Blomkamp he is famous for directing the. District Nine, Ellipsium, and the Chappie movies. Those are really good. Uh, I really enjoy those movies. Um, and I was kind of looking forward to him making a RoboCop movie. Um, I don't know if this is like a complete um, reboot because like there was a RoboCop movie that was done, I don't know, like ten years ago or so. That was really bad. Um, but but like I was really looking forward to him and his version of RoboCop, but now it seems like he's done and not doing the RoboCop movie, which I'm like, okay, I'm kind of sad by that. Did you... Have you seen this work? Of like uh, dying? No. I, no? no? Elysium no, I, or Chappie? Elysium. Isn't that the one with... Uh, Matt Damon? Yes, I've seen that one. That was okay. good. I like that one. But no, I hadn't seen the other ones. Yeah, so, check out District Nine. Put that on your list. Although that was a good one. I think, yeah, I think I have District Nine. But, um, yeah, I I was just looking because RoboCop the original came out in '87, and then two RoboCop two came out in '90. Yeah, and then and then the shows RoboCop. So I'm assuming that was a reboot. Came out in 2014. Oh, that was only so, five years ago. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Actually, it's got Joel Kinnaman in it, which. I didn't realize, and I'd be into watching that. Yeah. But um, it wasn't really good. No, 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 really <laughs> dumb. Yeah, I uh, I mean, it's got some decent actors in it though. Gary Oldman, Michael Keaton, yeah, uh, no. Jack Errol Haley, Michael Kenneth Williams, Jay Butcherell, Samuel Jackson. Wow. Wasn't any good, huh? No. Mm. Yes, sir. All right. But um, yeah, that's all I have for um, for news and rumors of the movies. Yeah, I got nothing, man. Uh, the RoboCop, I'd say, you know, I watched the first two movies. I really liked those. I thought they made some cheesy straight to video ones after after two, but uh, I don't see them listed on here. So, maybe, oh, yeah, RoboCop 3 was in 93. I don't think I ever watched that one. I think because that didn't have Peter Weller in it, so I was like, at that point, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, they did like two different TV series on it, I believe, and it got kind of silly at that point. So, 
But yeah, I see on here, RoboCop Returns. And like you said, I don't know if that was supposed to be based off of the movie in 2014 or what. Mm -hmm. Hmm. I don't know. Oh, well. No, I... Yeah, I I think the original RoboCop was good, but beyond that, eh. I've watched it since and it doesn't hold up today. (laughs) That's why I was kind of... I was a little bit intrigued by the one in 2014, but... Yeah. So. Yeah. No, I got nothing else, man. That's that's it. That's it. All right. Well, it wraps it up for this week's episode, everyone. If you want to leave us feedback, remember it's the PTR show at gmail.com or on Twitter at the PTR show. If you like us, subscribe to our podcast, rate us, and spread the words to your friends and family. For the PTR show, I'm Brian. And I'm Dan. And this was the Primetime Review Podcast. See ya. Nerds out. <laughs> <laughs>